Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith, and in this episode, I talked with Sully, and that's Andrew Sullivan, and we had an enlightening conversation. My mood is just brought up when I'm around him. He's the best kid ever, most positive human being I've ever met, and let's just get into it. Tune in. Approaching me, she said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice, and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young thing, why you do this to yourself? She looked at me, and this is what she said. Like, the ice would get too, too, like, uh, soft to step on, and it would just like sink to the bottom of the pond. I'm dead, so he's like. Four or five nets, at least, in the bottom of that thing belonged to him. Why, why wouldn't you just grab know, it? Like, what I was... I don't know. He, he's like, no, we got time. We can skate on it at least one more time. And then they just couldn't. <laughs> it's just... Damn. I always thought about going down there and putting a rope on it and then just wait until it fro- like, oh, unfroze. Oh, and then just, like, pull, pull it back it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should hire a scuba diver and just get them all up. <laughs> Imagine, dude. Oh, my God. You'd have, like, seven. Dude, you probably sell those back for a profit. Get, like, 20 bucks a pop. Yeah, but how long have you been, uh, I started recording, by the way. Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah, because, honestly, like, when I when I try to address it, you know what I'm saying, and, like, start it, it just feels yeah, odd. Yeah, when you I just, feel that. When you just get into it and just start recording it, it's perfectly fine. Well, I was, at, I was at school with, like, a bunch of my friends, and we, sometimes we, like, record ourselves talking when we're, like, in a mood or something, and we were just having, like, a great conversation, and then Andrew was like, all right, all right, hold up, hold up, we're gonna start a podcast, and he, like, started recording, and then just, like, radio silence. And yeah, we're, we're like, it's ah. hard. Yeah. Be, that's what happened with Nicole, bro, like, I, we were having a really good conversation, uh-huh. and I was like, all right, let's get it going, and then I started it, like, it was just so awkward, and I was, dude, oh, I felt... I listened to that one last night, actually, dude. You it like it? so good, yeah, I love yeah, it. I really, fucking appreciate it, bro, I really do. Dude, you're killing the game right now, by the way. I, dude, I'm receiving so much love for this shit, bro, like, from you all... You deserve it, 100%. Dude, uh, thank you, dude. I really, really, I really appreciate it, like, people are digging it. People are liking the... Yeah. Just hearing everybody's story, and I... Dude, this is so fun to me, like, just hanging out with all these people I've always wanted to hang out with, mm. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, like, Miss Sawyer, she's been uh, in contact with me. She's been listening. Oh, really? Yeah, she, I told her, so back in March, I was going to start one, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I did start one. I had a couple episodes, like, recorded on Zoom and stuff like that when we were in quarantine and stuff, but yeah. I just gave up on it because it didn't have, like, a real feel or purpose to it, mm-hmm. and uh, she was really supportive of that one. Like, she played, like, when I was walking into the class and stuff. Oh, and, like, that, dude, that's so sick. Yeah, she's still... They're like a handful of teachers like that, that, you know, that you can tell they care about the kids more than just like what they're paid to. You know what I mean? She was a big one because, oh my God, she, she's going to hate that I'm saying this, but during, (laughs) uh, (laughs) there was one time we were talking about, um, like school shootings and stuff like that. And like every other teacher was talking like, I'd just get out of here. I'd get out. And she was getting like so upset about it. And like, Mm. that's the moment I knew like she really, really just cares about kids. Yeah, dude. And there's a. Honestly, like, I'm not trying to call out other teachers, but that science wing, like, they work together and they love students. 100%. Bro. Except for Miss Ryan. Miss Ryan was <laughs> so bad. But all the other ones, I never had a bad science teacher. Thankfully, I had Miss McDowell. I didn't have Miss Ryan. But gee, I could just see, like, walking by, she was oblivious yeah, to everything, yeah. dude. I heard so many stories. This was like, Jesus. I've never heard someone who's, like, 
enjoyed that class. Yeah, dude. Hey, man, I never took it either. Mm-hmm. I, I got Miss McDowell, too. Yeah, dude. I, Miss, Miss McDowell was awesome. But I heard a story about Miss Ryan one time, and it was like, it was Andrew and Andrew Baroni and I think Tino were in that class. And they were like taking a test or whatever, and Tino was doing a problem wrong, and Andrew was like looking over and he saw that he was doing it wrong, and he like literally leaned over the aisle, went on his desk, and started doing the problem <laughs> on his paper during the test, and she didn't notice. That is mad funny. That's clutch though, that she doesn't care like I know, that. But too. How do you get paid to like be a teacher and you don't? I don't know. There's a bunch of teachers out there. I'm not gonna name names, but I have my own who I. Oh, know. I'm gone, dude. I don't even care. <laughs> We're both gone, dude. We're not going back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But if this. If teachers start talking about this, I don't want, I don't yeah, know, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it was, I had one history teacher, we did not get along. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> and we were just not on the same page. Oh, man, dude. But yeah, man, this this room is sick. You guys can't see it, but uh, Sully pimped out a barn. and it tra- is It's the, in the process of pimping. The, <laughs> 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 it's so dope. Dude, we gotta watch UFC fights in here. Oh, 100%. I don't know if I could get anything on this little tiny Roku, but oh, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if we get anything up there, 100%. Because this thing, I have, dude, I got 200 freeze pops in the freezer <laughs> right now. Right? I'm We're halfway there. We're halfway I know, there. Exactly. <laughs> That's oh, fine. my God. Yeah, but I haven't really broken it in yet with um, like the boys. I wanted to get it like 100% to an area where I'm like comfortable. You know? Yeah. I want it to be like your spot. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you're saying. That's dope. Not there yet, but hopefully we'll get there soon. It's definitely, I don't know how long you've been working on it, but it's definitely, it, it would have been there for me. I would have been chilling with this. Yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> I spent time here, like, by myself. Like, I'll play, like, Madden or something, at, like, at night, and I'll just be like, all right, got to go back to my actual house now. But, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool to just chill out. And it's not bad. That's dope. You been working lately? I just, oh, my God, dude, funny you should mention that. I just started working at, uh... I don't know if I should say the name. I started working at a liquor store. Am I too quiet? Uh, no, you're fine. Okay. I started working at a liquor store, and... Um, Is it the same one with uh, Cole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude. I <laughs> I'm working... I'm actually having a shift with him tomorrow. But, dude, I see so many characters, like, every day. And it's just, like... That's so fun, dude. It, I love jobs like that. Yeah, dude. And you, I just, I'm just, like, talking to everybody, and it's so, like, interesting to see... Like how, because you get a ton of different people coming in there. Especially in that location, because yeah. like that's on Route 20, so people 100%. are going yeah, yeah. from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's sad at some points, because I do feel like working at that job, I'm like feeding people's yeah, addiction, which I get what sucks. You're saying. But like, and those aren't the people I'm talking about when I say like, mm-hmm. 100%. but like, it's just so interesting because you got people coming in from work, you got like the same people like coming in like a bunch of times a day or like every other day they're coming in they just like you get to know them and you get to talk to them. It's cool. I don't know. It's like more, a lot more personal than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Which is cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm doing something similar where I'm delivering ice to liquor stores so I'm getting mm-hmm. those relationships with like the owners and stuff mm-hmm. all over Metro West and like New Hampshire and stuff and it's dope. You go all the way out to New Hampshire? Yeah, I was actually Jeez. just there uh, yesterday. And really? They have no mask laws there. It's crazy. Really, yeah. I was up in Maine a few weeks ago with my cousins, and that was such a like a so it was so much fun. What part of Maine? Um, oh god, where did we go? I know where we went to. Sacco, maybe Sacco. Sacco Lake, or it, it's right I on the. I don't right know the, the names. I don't know Maine a lot. Someone's gonna hate me for saying that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it was so much fun. But there, nobody takes it seriously up there, which is bizarre. It's so spread out, like. They've kind of been chilling, but at the same yeah, time, yeah, yeah. it's it like just a, weird to see. Yeah, it is. It is a little 
odd. And being coming from mass, when people mm. see mass plates, like I feel obligated to still wear a mask in a sense, you know? Cause oh, like, yeah, you're like representing. The... It, not represent in the sense, but like they, I don't know. I feel like crossing borders is iffy for people still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying. Yeah. But dude, when I was in Maine, I said, there was the most, like, it was, it was impressive but like so trash at the same time it was a baseball field and it had like it had like stadium seating and like a a, a pretty high wall but it was made of like plywood and i was like i got there and i'm like this is like this would be really cool in someone's backyard like a wiffle ball but like, yeah, it was like dude there's like a huge game going on and there were the, the stands were like packed and i was Whoa. i was like really confused but i don't know it's pretty cool but like was, they weren't acting like there was covid going on at all well well yeah that's one thing yeah for sure but it was like it was like there were like signs pointing to it and like directions to it like all over like the town we were in and we got there and we were like i mean maybe i mean like a little bit but it's not <laughs> nothing crazy <laughs> damn yeah I'm I'm hopefully going up to Maine pretty soon to camp I need to find a spot oh, though there you go dude I've been wanting to go camping for so long I was supposed to go um, a few weeks ago but I didn't end up going but dude, I went once uh, two summers ago and it was one of the most fun trips I've had in like uh, such a long time it was so great who are you, who are you going up with uh, Lou, Trevor, Richard, and Sean Barlow. Dude, that's gonna be such a that's gonna be a great yeah, time. It's gonna be a good oh ass time. God. I think we're gonna try to go up to Arcadia, but I don't oh, know. If really? We, I mean, we're like first time campers, so uh, I don't know if we can hang up there. Like, dude, just go for it. Yeah, you got <laughs> enough people there where you could figure something out. You know what I mean? And like, worst comes to worst, you could just like eat Richard or something. <laughs> Maybe not Richard. Nah, I feel like Richard would hold it down and just become a man with the wilderness. <laughs> Richard would probably be like. You know what, guys? I I only need one arm. <laughs> now just come back with like seven fish stringed up. He's like, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like Richard, where'd you go? He's like, yeah, you know, made a fishing pole. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, man, you've been working out. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm doing what I can. I'm not. I'm kind of a little iffy on the gym still. My brother just started. I was gonna back. say, I see someone there every day who looks exactly like you, but with the really? beard. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it must be your brother. It's probably. See, people say my my brother and I look alike. He does have a beard, but. I don't see it's like 50 50 it's weird because when I don't when I see you together I'm like oh they don't look yeah but when I see you guys apart I'm like that looks just like Sully is he like is he like a little darker yeah okay it probably is yeah he goes he goes with Marcus uh yeah yeah yeah. I've seen him I've seen him yeah but they're grinding I got like a few things here I got like the barbell and like dumbbells and stuff but oh shit in like the bag but you know I'm doing what I can with those I'm trying to work out at least once a day for for a little bit still trying to stay after it exactly yeah like right now especially with like everything shut down it's it's so easy i feel like for people to just get comfortable and be like you know there's nothing i can do about it yeah that's that's exactly the point i hit like at the beginning of quarantine i was just like yeah i could do so many push-ups but like how am i gonna hit legs and like Mm -hmm. didn't even look up things and just gave up Mm -hmm. on it you know and then eventually, before you know it, I wasn't even working out. Yeah, and that's like that's what I'm scared of, honestly. That's what's like keeping me going. I'm like, I don't want to get to a point where, not like, not even plateau. Like when I start to like decline in like physical, like physical health, because I think that's wicked important. And I've heard you mention that a bunch of times on like your other episodes and stuff. But it is important. You yeah. feel so much better if you're 100%. taking care of yourself. Like, and you know it. And like, if you're if. If you're treating people the wrong way, like, it's definitely something you're upset about with yourself, mm. you know? Like Yeah, yeah. That's what I realized. Like, now that I finally dialed in on my diet and stuff like that, like, I have no hate towards anybody, no anger towards anybody. Mm. Like, it's it's all out of there. Well, how'd you, how'd you change your diet? 
Um, honestly, I just stopped smoking. Not gonna. Oh, lie. there you go. And All like, right. just got rid of the munchies. So, like, mm. once you get rid of those, and I, I knew what to do. I've always known what to do, but mm. I never like just did it. Like, I do yeah. it at different times. Like fasted cardio, I'll mm-hmm. get up and I'll run and do core before I eat. Mm-hmm. And like, I do that at, during school and stuff. But then I'd eat past like. 8 p.m. and then I'd still feel like crap in the morning but like now I'm doing that while intermittent fasting where I'm just eating for like a certain time period but yeah I I mean like the biggest thing for me I I always thought I needed a calorie deficit but it's not like Mm. I just eat whatever I want it just have to keep it in that time period and like it just has to be good foods you know like I don't eat any processed anything like I don't eat sugars I don't eat anything yeah that's what I know like when I went off to school at at UMass like there the food is on a different realm there and like it's so easy to to eat healthy because they have like these little bars on in like the dining halls where they tell you like it's like a value of health sort of that they give each food so it's like so easy to just go to the gym and then eat foods that like fuel your body and let you recover a certain way so it was going there it was awesome i was in like the best shape of my life and then coming back it was uh, initially it was really hard to adjust because there was just like the food quality here is not even on the same spectrum as it was there. That's so, interesting because yeah. a lot of people will say the opposite, where like they think unhealthy foods are shown off at schools and stuff. Yeah, dude, that's why I was so happy like about about where I went because like we've had number one dining for like three years running. What school did you go to again? For the uh, audience, UMass Amherst. Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty sweet, but um, yeah, just coming back here it was like so much harder initially to eat, and we had all these like at school I didn't snack ever because I would just like eat really big meals like in the dining halls when I went but like especially in quarantine when you just had so much time to yourself and there was always food like laying around I'm like oh this could be yeah yeah and geez but you know you just got to work around that and figure out ways to to stay on top of yourself and it's all mental strength exactly 100% yeah but like it's tough because at the beginning it hit everybody so hard like it was Mm. so tough not to give into that time period yeah like I don't know. It was it was scary and it was also like sad. Like yeah, people just kind of I don't know. I feel like that's that's with like all all situations that are like impactful to an individual. I feel like there's always an adjustment period in the very beginning where you're either like lost and you don't know what to do or you're still trying to figure it out. And you as you progress through that adjustment period, eventually you know you find yourself and you find what works for you and your routine and everything, and then it just goes from there and you take off. I couldn't true. agree more. Yeah. Hundred percent. Me me and uh Lou and Trevor were talking about this, like when you enter a room it is known. Like your presence is Me? Yes, bro. No. Your energy is e like radiating off you, bro. Dude. You can pick up a vibe anywhere you go, anyhow, like you oh, always have way. a smile on your face. I'm like and like this isn't just coming from me. Anybody who ever talks about you says this and like I just respect the hell out of that, and like I really, Damn. I don't, exactly. know, I don't know. Like you just stayed so positive your whole life, and like I've known you've gone through so many tough things, and you, like I've, I've never seen you frown. Like I've never seen anything hit you, Dude. and it's just crazy, bro. Like that, that's the thing with I've, I've always been a, a big believer in like you, you said it earlier, like mind over matter, and I think that you give off the 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 attitude and and the feelings that you feel on the inside so if you remain positive and like and you try to you try to act positive and you know even like extending a helping hand to someone or or just like smiling or or saying something to someone greeting them or whatever it may be you know you're just 
extending yourself to them and saying, you know, like, you're opening yourself up to, to more positivity in the world. And I think that's a huge So thing. even when you're feeling sad, you force yourself to be positive so you receive that? Well, okay. Well, here's a, here's a big thing because normally, no. Like, leading, I'd say every, from middle school up until, like, the summer of, of senior year, I was just, like, 100% of the time, like, happy-go-lucky. Like, nothing got to me ever. I was always in a good mood. Like, I would be hard-pressed to find days. Like, there were moments, of course, where I didn't feel great. Like, everybody has those. But I'd say there, it, I'd be hard-pressed to find a day where I didn't feel like a 10. Like, I was just loving life. I was, I was having a great time. I was looking at the positive sides of everything. You know, I would take everything as it was coming and being like, oh, dude, this isn't so bad. Or, oh, dude, this is fantastic. My life is so great. I have the best friends in the world, which is true. I love my friends to death. And, um, like, I would just be, I was on a roll, dude. And I was just waking up feeling every day like I'm, I'm on top of the world. And then, like, when, when everything happened to me in the summer, and for those, I, I mean, I guess I should explain if people don't know. Um, my dad passed away um, the summer of, right after senior year, it was August 6th. So um, I was going through summer, I was having a great time. My senior year was the best, it was like a movie. Oh my gosh, it was, I, dude, it was so awesome. <laughs> senior year is great. Um, and then like, Summer happened, and I moved out of my house, which had been in my family for like three generations, and that was that kind of that hurt a lot. That really, you know, stuck with me a little bit. But you know, like I was saying earlier, like you keep chugging. You, it's not a big as big of a deal as you think things are most of the time. And then, like a few other things happened, and it was just like, all right, this kind of it's kind of getting to me a little bit. And then my dad passed away, and that was that was. Oh man! For dude. anyone, that's uh, yeah, dude. Horrible, it's big. and I, I'm so sorry for your loss. Hey, man, and I appreciate it. But it it was that happened, and mentally, it was like a it was like a tornado was just going off in my head all the time, like 24 seven. And like I was, I said this uh, last week to to one of my friends. Um, like that week, I didn't eat for like. I didn't eat probably for like a week straight and I lost like 10 or 15 pounds and I just, I, it wasn't because like I was trying to, it wasn't because like I, I just like, I don't, I don't even know, but it was like, I feel like a blur. Yeah. I, I like wasn't even hungry and I talked to my, I spoke to my brother about this a few times and he has told me multiple times that he doesn't even remember the whole month of August. Like that whole part of his memory is just gone. So, and like, there are definitely times when I feel that too, when I think back, because like experiences like that, where it's so traumatic, it, you can like mentally just like messes up your brain, like, and a few areas just get murky or, or you try to force memories out, which, you know, there's nothing really you can do about it, but it still sucks. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, and then while I was dealing with all that, he, I, I like, I had to go to school like two weeks later. So this was all just still going on in my head, and it was. And then you're introducing this whole new world yeah, of people. Dude, it's, uh, I, I feel like the reason why it was so difficult. Well, obviously, aside from the fact that that would be, it, it's, it's never a good situation, you know. But, um, it was just so much change occurring at one time, in like such a condensed area of time that when I went off to school, I was like okay, like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, I just sort of had to, 
I had to, I got like broken down to like bare minimum and then I had to like build myself back up. And I feel like I'm getting back to the point where I was at, not completely yet, but I feel like I'm getting there, so. Something I wanted to mention, and Trevor and I were talking about this the other day, mm -hmm. is when your father passed away, we felt you almost immediately became even more positive. Like we didn't even, like it seemed like not that it didn't affect you, but like you became more appreciative of life. You started hug, oh. hugging us when you saw us. You start like your smile did not stop at all. Like I went to your graduation party after it happened, and like it felt like you didn't miss a beat. And it was dude, like it was incredible. Like the fact that you even had a grad party, I was already surprised. And the, like it was just so amazing to watch a person be so positive in some of the hardest times of their life and still bring up others in a time where they need help. And it was incredible. Like, I feel like it almost made you even more positive and a better person. And that's something that w not most people could say because they would have been like, why me, why this? And stuck in their sorrows. Well, a big, a big thing, a big reason why I, I was doing all that, it's, See, you always gotta, even in shitty situations like that, right, you have to look, because there's a bright side to everything, although it may not seem like it at first, if you really look into something, look into a situation and explore every single, like, realm of it, you, you're gonna find something that you can learn from, and if not learn from, you're gonna find a new perspective on things. And when my dad passed, I because I was with him the day before, I had dinner with him that day, and you know, everything happened and like I got the news, it was it was a crazy day, but I learned that, you know, nothing nothing in life is guaranteed ever. And, you know, if 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 you don't take advantage of the small moments you get with people, if you don't if you don't tell the ones who you're close to that you appreciate them, if you don't show them that you love them, then the day may come where they're gone and then what what what's next? How are you gonna feel after that, you know? And I just really, I, I thought about that for weeks and I, I got all this incredible, you know, outpouring of support from from so many people, people I hadn't spoken to in years, you know, relatives that I had that, that had, had gotten sort of disconnected from the rest of my family, people from from towns, you know, all over the place that I hadn't even, I hadn't even met before. And they were all reaching out to me, you know, offering support, asking if I was okay, seeing what they could do. and. I, I collected all that love, I received all that love, and I said, okay, if if I can if I can have this much support around me, I'll be all right, I'll be good. I just I just need to make sure that what is happening to me right now will never happen again, and I need to make sure to let those people know that are close to me that they're important to me, and I, I don't want, I just, it's something that I feel a lot of people, especially our age, when you don't really have an appreciation for things like that, they don't necessarily go through with with telling their close ones, you know, that they that they yeah. appreciate them and they love them. And you know, that's that's just part of like childhood, you know. Like people when you're when you're not immature, but in in a sense, like a negative sense. Uneducated. Not not even that, but like in the literal sense, like you're you haven't experienced those okay. things before. Yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't know to do that necessarily, uh -huh. and you know I just wanted to to show like it's important and I you know it's just it's something that is important to me and I think I hope I do it enough I, I try to do it as much as I can but I just want to I just want to let people know that you know I'm here if you need me you know <laughs> and that's so admirable because.
like if we've already said like it you just come from this spot of pain where you've you just ate it in the sense that you took all that love and you've just sent it back out into the world and I mm-hmm. respect the hell out of that I know everyone who's ever talked to me only speaks with your name in a positive light I've never heard anything bad about you and like I see it like anytime we hang out with you like you're smiling you're joking you're playing games with people like you're the life of the party and like that's that's a huge character trait that I think is important and everybody could have and you found at such a young age and even before what happened to your father happened you like you were still bringing up the room like you've like I just feel like you enhanced your powers like you almost became like a superhero after that and it's incredible <laughs> no, bro. dude that's too you're being you're being too kind dude. I'm not dude I'm not and because I've seen people go through similar things as you and it defeats them and you almost seem like you've just like it, like I don't even understand how. Like if that happened to me, I don't even know how I would try to look for a positive side. You know, like it's crazy that that was your initial thought. Like your your parents raised you right, bro. Like they they did. Dude. <laughs> I have the, I had the, see the reason I I the only reason I think like this is because like how I was brought up. Like my dad. If you ever if any if anybody had a chance to talk to my dad, oh my god, he was he was. He was a superhero, one hundred percent. Not even a doubt in my mind. He would he would work from like like he would leave for work at like seven, right? And I, he would get home at like two o'clock in the morning. He used to own a restaurant down behind Main Street, and he would just he would spend all his time there. But he would still make it known like he loved us so much, and he would teach us, you know, all all these all these moral moral compasses and. You know, he, he would just lead us. He, he he made my brother and I into who we are today. And that's not taking anything away from my mom because she is the most incredible woman I've ever met in my whole life. And I owe so much of what I am today to her. But my dad, oh man, he was something else. I'll just say that. He was he was a great man. And it shows. It shows in you. And I've, I've never had the chance to meet your brother, but I assume... If you, you talk to him next time I go to crunch. I always want to say hi, what's up, but yeah. they're, they're busy grinding. He's a friendly guy. He'll say hi. He doesn't he doesn't bite. That's awesome. But it's all about it's all about mindset though. Like and I've I've heard it's funny enough that like I heard you and this is a big thing that I think your like your podcast sort of inspired me to do is now, whenever I'm in groups of people, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed doing them, but now I feel more confident and comfortable doing them, having actual conversations with people, like yeah. in-depth conversations, more than surface level. And put yourself out there. 100%, yeah. And I think th- those sorts of conversations, I think, are so much more enjoyable than just like, oh, hey, what's up? Hey, uh, nothing much. You want to like play COD? Yeah, sure. Okay. And then yeah. you just like shoot the shit for an hour. I totally get what you're saying. And people think it's hard to get to this point, but literally like what the big change for me was to have these conversations with people is listening. Mm. The biggest thing is when someone was talking to me, the second they said something I had a thought on, I would just keep going with that thought in my head while mm. they're still talking to me. Yeah. So by the time they're at the end of their sentence, they're on a different subject than I'm on in my head. And my response just kills 
what conversation could have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So like the biggest thing for me has just been listen, listen, listen. And it allows for these conversations and allows for this productive change in all areas of life. Like mm-hmm. this is going to help so many people who are down and need to, that people tell me that the energy of these conversations pick them up. They're not yeah. even here. And just the conversation itself helps them get through days. And that's yeah, all if, that this is about. If you have the power to do something like that, man, like you're spreading your positivity to so many other people and you're helping so many other people and that is that is fantastic dude i can't i can't think of anything else that that i would rather be doing right now than this 100 percent. like i respect that and i thank you bro i thank you for being here no i thank you dude are you kidding me (laughs) dude you're allowing me to you're giving me like the the honor of stepping on on your show and and you know letting me speak my piece and i think that's incredible dude that's so great i want everybody to be on the show i want to hear everybody's story and my mom always told me this growing up, like every person has a gift to give you mm. and you might not see it at first and you might hate a coach, but they're going to give you something and yeah. you need to find that and take it away. And it's just, everyone's going to teach you something and you don't even think of it in the time. Like you might've been five or six or whatever, mm. but it sticks with you. Our brains yeah. remember everything. Mm. And I think that's incredible. That's an incredible way to live life because then you, you treat everybody the same way mm. and you, you approach every conversation the same way. You with enthusiasm and love and trying to get that present out of someone and I just it makes life fun when you can go up to anyone and just receive knowledge yeah yeah and it I, I think it takes a, a bit of like a, a certain amount of confidence to go up and do that but I think what you're doing right now is, is helping people see that like I was I kind of forgot about it but I was talking about this uh, earlier I didn't even mention what I was trying to um, but yeah like I have the confidence to, to like oh I did say it. what am I talking about I don't know. Here, just get into it, get into it. <laughs> I said, I think, well, I, I was like, I talk to people about in-depth conversations like this. My, oh, dude, yeah, my yeah. brain is, is like dog food sometimes. It's so bad. <laughs> dog food. Dude, oh, man. Fight. And it's, it's interesting because like these in-depth conversations seem scary to some people. And like, I've heard people say they don't like to have them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost like, then what do you like to talk about? You know, yeah. like, and I, I do think there, there's a time and a place for, if you're just like, there's nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong with like going out, hanging out with your friends, and just being stupid for like how oh, many 100%. hours. Oh, 100%. And like, that shit's some of the funnest moments exactly. of your life. Exactly. Yeah, like there's a, like something I've, I've learned more recently is you can never disqualify somebody else's feelings towards something because you're not them. You're not experiences. I could not agree more. Right? Because when people... Your opinions, like, I always tell this to people, when you have feelings, like, your feelings are valid because you're having them. Mm. I might not be having them, but you had them, yes. and that's your life. Yeah. Your life brought you to that mo- like that point. And so many people get angry about that and worked up for no reason. They're like, oh, like, I'm, I'm upset because this person said this, and, you know, I, I don't agree with it, or I think that's totally unfair to, to think, and you're like, well... You You can get upset about someone's point, but then before getting angry at them, give them your perspective and I bet you they'll understand. And then once Mm -hmm. they have both their perspectives combined, you make a super opinion. It's a super opinion. (laughs) And it's even stronger because now you have that rebuttal and now you have like, you have all sides of a story and you're just smarter. I'm just like Mm. talking just makes you smarter. It, It does. It does. Because you're a lot of times people, people think about these things a lot, but you, you gain a, a certain level of understanding after you vocally express them, you know what I mean? Because it goes through like another filter sort of of your brain and then once you hear it again, it's like, wait a minute, 
that kind of makes sense. <laughs> it's like you validate it within yourself. It's like, oh, I, I feel like I sort of know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like when you're studying, they tell you to read things out loud and yeah. stuff like that. And like use hearing aids to, when I say hearing aids, like things that spell things mm-hmm. aloud for yeah, you because yeah. we need to listen and hear. Like if you keep things trapped in your head, they'll get twisted and forgotten and you'll lose confidence in them and won't even be able to express what you're actually trying to express. Yeah, yeah. And like that's the biggest thing is confidence. And like to get that, you need to work really hard mm-hmm. in the sense of your body and your mind and like that's what I've been focusing on lately and that's how I got to this point of the podcast Mm -hmm. like the reason the podcast died before is because I didn't have confidence you know like I didn't put it out there I didn't tell people about it I just wanted to do it for fun but like now I gain the confidence and I'm ready to talk to the world you know Mm -hmm. and like it took me a while to get here and it takes people a while to get there but you need to once you're there it's the best feeling in the world like it really is you know what I respect so much about what you're doing it you had an idea, you felt that that moment of, of absolute confidence, you took it and you ran with it and you haven't looked back. And it's crazy that you say that and I really appreciate the compliment, but I'm telling you when I posted that, literally minutes after, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is, like, what am, like, I come back to earth sometimes and every morning I wake up, I'm like, am I, what, am I doing this for the right reason? What's going on? And like, I just... Every day I go through my morning regiments and I get back to that point of confidence and Mm -hmm. like it sets in. But when those times where I'm lost and I feel I don't have that confidence, I keep going because I know I'd be mad at myself when I do have the confidence. Whenever I whenever I feel like like sort of what you were said, like straying off a little bit, I always try to try to base it off of like a set of of like pillars that I have for myself. Like I, I feel like this is I've talked to a few people about this and this has helped them a little bit, but to, and I heard you you mention this a few times in a few early, of your earlier podcasts. But if you stay true to like to your beliefs and you better understand yourself first, it makes it makes navigating life so much easier. So if say say you find out which four or five things like like qualities you think are most important in life, whether it be honesty, kindness, humility, whatever it may be, and you through each situation you go through in life, you think, am I strengthening or, or, or staying true to these beliefs that I have and if the answer is no then you know you got to think you're like, strained from yourself yeah exactly and if you find yourself like 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 you said like waking up in the morning am I doing this for the right reasons and then you think well is this aligned with with what I believe in and if it's if it's yeah then dude, just go for it you know what I mean 100 percent. and it, it is tough to take that leap like when I started it a lot of people were like I've been wanting to start one I've been wanting to do one and then like now it's my job to get them there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like get them on this podcast, get their voice heard, get them a platform and then send mm-hmm. them out in the world to do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I think that's so important when you do have this confidence that you have and I have is to pick others up and brush them off and get them going too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it's selfish to sit at this level and not help other people. I agree with I, I, I know what you're saying and I, dude, that's so admirable. That's so cool that you're doing all this, man. I really respect and I really appreciate the compliments, but, and a lot of people, like, I don't do it for the compliments. I really, yeah. like, I just, I do it for helping people. Oh, I can help. tell, dude. I can tell. It, you, it seems like you are absolutely loving the spot you're at right now. It's, dude, I'm telling you, like, I I have not, it's just people, like, I don't even talk to, like, everyone's coming up to me, like, I'm, I found a lane, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, almost like I found a purpose, which is fucking wild 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, is this like the first time that, like, in your whole life that you felt like this right now? Yeah. Like, Dude. to find, like, something that I want to do for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I was planning on going to school and getting a job. And mm. I'm still going to go to school because I love learning. Mm. And, yeah. like, I, there's going to be so many experiences there outside the classroom, too. Mm. But, like, having this and, like, I've never had a, I've never had a thought or a feeling of where... Like, this is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've always just been like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, sometimes I would want to do this. Uh, maybe I'll try this out. But, like, this is, like, I'm going to do this yeah. for a while. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like practicing what you preach almost. And a lot of people, like, even I, I find myself guilty of that a lot, which, like, saying or, or saying things a lot of the time and then, you know, like not advertising but like like saying them to your friends like oh dude this this is so helpful this this works so much and you know like if for me personally like i've done them a few times for example but i sometimes stray away from them and i think that's something that i definitely need to work on is keep keeping like true to what i say to others but i i totally agree like back in the day dude when i I, I was fat, like, I'd be given dieting advice. And it's like, why am I not listening to myself? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a bunch of things, like, it felt like I would almost read information and do things to tell other people, but not even mm. listen to myself. And, like, that was a big part of getting here. It was just, like, I had all this knowledge, but I never did it for myself. I was just too busy trying to get it to everybody else. Yeah. And it was almost in a sense of, like, trying to impress people. You know what mm. I'm saying? And, like, once I really, truly just focused on impressing myself, like, that's when I got this confidence. Yeah, dude, because the only person who you're going to be with from the time you're born to the time you die is you. So if if you if you live your life trying to to gain the approval of other people or you live your life trying to to you know spite people or or do whatever for for the benefit of somebody else I feel like that's just an obstacle in the way of being happy because it, unless you can be comfortable with who you are and be accepting of who you are in your own skin. If you don't like, if you don't like yourself, who's supposed to like you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you got to focus on you and then people will start to feel that energy and focus on themselves. Not even like Mm. you're doing it. You're not getting yourself right for other people still. Like you're Mm -hmm. still just getting yourself right for yourself. Like I dude. like there's no negativity that someone could bring at me that would stop me. Like, and there's, there's still been negativity that's come at me. Yeah. And like, you just turn that to positivity, shoot it right back, they apologize. They they turn into a positive person. Like mm. I'm like positivity will override negativity 100% of the time. Yeah. It's just so much easier and shown in our media that negativity spreads faster and it's easier to like yeah. a big thing I saw the other day on a bunch of Instagram stories is 60 reasons why not to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. I was like, why can't we find 60 reasons to vote for Biden? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Biden, I've never seen a statement on the news of Biden being like, let's do this. Let's do that. It's Trump needs to stop doing this. Trump, yeah. Trump's doing this wrong. It's like, can we, can we try to fix things instead yeah. of just focusing on what's wrong? Like we've identified there's fucking problems. Yeah, You know exactly. what I'm saying? Let's start working on solutions. And like, I think that's why we're getting nowhere with both these candidates right mm. now. I'm, I'm in no way like an authority on politics. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> but um, I, the, the way I look at, at, especially these two candidates, I and like just politics in general, I aim t- more towards the people who I agree with more. I agree with their morality more. So if, if say you have one candidate who's a super bad guy and one guy or girl who is who is you know more in line with what I agree with personally then I would sway towards 
the person who I agree with. But these, dude, these two people, I've just, I feel like they're just both like lost not, in the sauce. Absolute, bro. dude. They're they're on like the sauce highway. <laughs> I like, oh my god, it doesn't even seem real sometimes. I, I know. It it feels like uh, Trump is like. He just dug himself in such a deep hole. He doesn't know how to get out of it, and he's just panicking. It's he. He wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. He was a good president before this. I mm. mean, he did fucked up shit. He's not the best president. Mm. I'm talking about as a president. Yeah, he I know was what a good said. president. He mm. brought our economy up. He helped a lot of people out of financial trouble. Mm -hmm. And when COVID came, we looked for leadership, and he's not a leader. Mm. And like that really shown. And right now, we need a leader to step up in november and it doesn't seem like either can do the role and it, it's scary it really is but like as a country i know we're gonna get through this time period i mean one person can't affect the world mm -hmm. it's it's just a time period we're gonna have to go through and i don't i i don't think i could see trump for another four four years like i honestly am okay with dealing whatever else there is and that's just my opinion and I don't, I'm not a liberal, I'm not a Democrat, I'm a registered independent, and mm -hmm. that's the way I roll, like, I'm gonna go with either, either when I want, like, cause I'm not, I'm, I don't choose a party, I choose, like you said, morality, yeah. and I choose their policies. It's so weird that you mentioned that, because this is another thing I talked about recently with, with a few of my friends, it's so, I, I feel like it's encouraging to see, but so many people that I've spoken to, like, our age, are registered as independents, and I think that going forward that's going to be so important because it, it's gonna allow people to pick who they want to pick you know? like, like you're, you're not saying. identified with a party you're identifying with a person exactly you know what I'm saying? and exactly. like there's things i like from both parties there's things i don't like from mm. both parties and that's what like it's crazy because when i registered for an independent i was like i don't really associate with democrats i don't really associate with republicans what mm. what do i do and then i learned about this third party i'm like this has just been here like no one's like <laughs> there's no there's no one running in this <laughs> like this party what is going on yeah. and it's crazy that it's it's like I don't even know if it was a popular thing before or died out or whatever, but yeah. like I really agree with what you're saying. I think it's going to prevail, and I think sooner or later we'll start having independent candidates yeah. and stuff like that, and it's going to be awesome. And I just I just need someone who's not so divisive, you know, because there there are so many social issues in this country right now, and they're all they're all warranted. Like if if there's an issue with that a whole group of people can identify and say yes this is an issue then there i feel like there shouldn't really be a debate whether or not it exists but it i feel like we just need someone who who brings everyone together and has the public in their exactly. mind like it yeah. feels like both of them are just working for votes it feels yes. like it's they're not actually working for people and yeah it, it's it's sad it really is and like i've I don't know. I feel like people are so Biden, so Biden, and like it's not that I'm against Biden. It's just I feel like you're gonna get really surprised once he's in office and realize a lot of the shit he's said is to get in office, not necessarily to help the people. And I feel I feel like politics nowadays is just a lot of that, just saying and doing whatever you can to get to the point, and then once you get to the point, like that's it. Like you, mm -hmm. you did your job. But I don't know, man. I'm not. Like I said earlier, I don't, I don't. It's your perception, though. It, don't it is, discredit, yeah. don't discredit your perception. Exactly. Well, good point. But <laughs> like, oh man, it's just as as a person who is generally concerned about the well-being of the rest of the people in this country, it's just tough to see that these are 
<laughs> most likely the two people that we're gonna have to choose from. Uh, I yeah, and even if Biden gets elected, bro, how long do you think he's gonna live? Like, oh my god, <laughs> he has crippling dementia. Like, I heard you mention that. Like, you actually like you you've seen videos and stuff where they like actually yes, show it. It is right? an issue. He forgets what he's saying. He goes offline. He just says yeah, words that I do that sometimes. And, and he resorts to anger. <laughs> he just resorts to anger. Like these are sure signs that. He has oh, dementia, man, and it dude. sucks because it may seem like he's a functioning human being right now, but he's going to get an office, uh, he's going to go brain dead, and next oh, thing you know, he's no. just a puppet for the Democratic Party. I feel, that's a, I, oh man, my brother, for a while, when we were when we were all cooped up in the house, and we, we didn't leave our house for like a month and a half, and we were just, it was bad, dude, we were going, we were going nuts, <laughs> but my brother would, he would watch, like, he would listen to Rogan all day, and he would watch like conspiracy videos. Oh, that's how you get yourself... Oh, I know it, dude. Ill. He was like, he was like coming to my room at like two o'clock in the morning, and be like, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. He's like, he's like JFK. And I'm like, no, I'm like, fucking get out of my room. But, but like he was saying, um, like we talked about this like in depth for like weeks. How like, um, like political leaders nowadays are just they. They're just figureheads, man. Like they do, yes. they they don't do anything. They're in the po- the pockets, po- pockets. What there's, pockets of like all the like the upper class one percent? Yes, there's billionaires who we don't even know of controlling them. Yeah, and like the the Epstein shit going on. Like I know this is mainstream. Oh, it's mainstream now, but like yeah. his wife just got arrested, and uh, if how she long doesn't do you give it before she commits suicide. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't air know. Quotes if you didn't. I <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. And if she, I think people are going down. I mm-hmm. honestly think some people are going down. I think that's best case scenario. And if it, she spills. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be fun as hell to watch, though. I'm it's, not gonna lie. If if she does, like you said, like commit suicide, <laughs> and people, I feel like enough people are like wise to the fact of what they do now. To be like, wait a minute, you did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, but then again, like, even if everybody knows, what are we going to yeah. do about it? I talked it to my brother about that like today. That. He, he, oh, go ahead. The biggest thing is, like, or the, the this conspiracy on a conspiracy is that Epstein didn't kill himself, and it was a staged killing. Uh-huh. And they made it seem like he was killed, and now he's just back running his island again. Oh, what? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. But then I, it all got derailed for me because she got arrested. So I have no fucking idea what's going Dude, on. Dude, like, if, if, if what you just said is true, that's going to be the biggest brain fuck of all time. <laughs> I don't... Because I can't... Made a Netflix special and everything. Yes, it's oh uh, just wild, bro. It's a wild time. I know. And, like, it's so... I think now, at least... And this is, like, a double-edged sword also... Because social media is is so present in almost everybody's lives, you you have people have the ability to just spread information instantaneously. So in a way, everybody knows what's going on all the time. But on the other side of that, people could be spreading absolute horseshit, and like there's no way of really knowing if if you see it from like a firsthand account. You're like, oh man, this is nuts. But then you kind of think in the back of your head, like, is that? Like- and it sucks because we don't even know what a first-hand account is now. Yeah. Look at CNN. Look at Fox. Fox yep. was editing photos of Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. that was with Trump. I they were that. editing the pictures of Trump out of there. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? We all know it was there. I know. It's crazy. I feel like though, at the same time, like, I'm speaking from from my perspective because I don't really watch news networks anymore, like on television. I barely watch TV at all anymore. Yeah, I'm on the same yeah. wave. So, I feel like 
TV news channels are more catered towards adults, so they're like less likely to sort of question things. And like I saw that that picture. The only reason I know that picture exists, the original one with Trump in it, is because I saw it on Twitter like a bunch of times. Uh-huh. And like my mom doesn't have Twitter, so exactly. how is she gonna know? You know, hundred percent. It's so it's so crazy how like little or actually how much things can be controlled with and broadcasted towards everybody without like a say from the majority of the people and it's crazy how for so long it's been like this and for so long conspiracy theories have been coming out and they've just been like oh you're crazy like that yeah to that and now that it's coming like more crazy crazy shit's gonna come out oh, i can't yeah. tell you what but i know like it's about to get weirder and weirder and weirder <laughs> if you thought coronavirus was the peak of this it is not dude what a year what a what an absolute stinker of a year <laughs> This sucks, but like, it's like it's almost impressive how many things have happened. It sound it sort of seems like we're either in like an episode of of the Twilight Zone or in the chapter of some like messed up Magic Treehouse book. It's like what is going on, dude? Shouldn't be happening. But hey, man, that's it is happening. Yeah, it is happening. Life rolls on. It's crazy. It feels like I don't even know. I bet. All I, all I know is we're going to find out the real truth when Trump's like 90 and still isn't dead. Or if Biden like oh, somehow recovers or something. Like there's going to be some <laughs> weird shit that goes on. Like how Magic Johnson just recovered from AIDS. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Long live Magic. He was so good. <laughs> <laughs> he was good, but He was like, nasty, bro. Uh, crazy, crazy shit. Well, I had a great time. Uh, what was the song you picked again? Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by KTL. You want to go into depth on why you picked that song? Okay, so I was gonna pick um, Hotel California because that's like my favorite song, and it's so ambiguous. And I thought that's, I think that's awesome how like so many people can have a, a different interpretation of a song. But I picked "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked" because um, if you if you listen to the lyrics, it goes into sort of what we were talking about earlier. Like if if you are negative, things will circle back right around to you. You know, karma. Exactly. Everything comes full circle. Yeah, and in that song, they kind of make a point that you know we're in this situation, so we have to do bad shit. But you know, the same you could say the other thing. You know, like if, if you're in that situation, you have to do good shit. Yeah, exactly. Get yourself out of it. If you're in a rut, dude, build a ladder. Yeah, know? it's tough. It's tough for people to realize like you can bring yourself out of all situations. Mm. Just take some positivity, but exactly, it's hard to find that shit sometimes. Yeah, but it's there. It's there if you look for it. Hundred percent. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I really love talking to you. Uh, I'm sure we'll be hanging out plenty of times this summer, and I bet you'll be on again soon. Oh, okay. (laughs) Peace out. See